Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of Nerd Factory Reboot. We have a lot to cover this time around, and I mean really, really a lot, because we have Nintendo Direct to talk about, we have leaks to talk about. I hope that I won't make the episode that long, but if I do, um, I'm sorry. So, before we begin, grab a snack, grab a drink, and let's go. So before I start, I just want to say thank you to each and every single one of you who are listening to my podcast. I'm ecstatic when I see that, you know, a lot of people seem to be joining um, on our podcast. And, you know, it it just gives me a lot of um, confidence. It gives me a lot of happiness. So I'm very grateful, very happy that you guys are um, enjoying the podcast. It gives me a lot of energy. And I hope that I can keep this energy uh, for the longest time to come. So anyways, let's start with everything that happened in this past week. So, Atlas finally launched the Western Persona 25th Anniversary website. Um, They said on the website that they are planning a year-long campaign from September 2021 to fall 2022. And they want to show everything that they can. However, this also means that you know if the event is that long, this probably means that we're not going to see most of the um, announcements um, until much later. So I know that people are waiting for Persona 4 maybe ported to PlayStation and Xbox, um, new generation basically. I know that people are waiting for um, Persona 5 Ultimax. I know people are maybe waiting for Persona 3 Remake. But the truth of the matter is that we actually don't know. Not just yet. So, don't really, you know, get your hopes up that much. But we may see some things. I mean, we may. So, here's another rumor that's been going around, thanks to a couple of leakers and, of course, um, previous leaks, that may or may not be connected to this. There's a rumor going around that, that Quantic Dream, the creator of Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, and recently Detroit, um, Become Human, is working on a Star Wars project that will feature traditional action gameplay in an open-world setting. Apparently, this is a game that they've been working on for two years now. Um, we don't know much about it except for the fact that, yes, it is Star Wars, they're you know, it's going to be open world, it has action, it has a deep story. But the problem is that we don't know if Quantic Dream wants to inject their own style into it or not. I mean, by saying their own style, it means like, you know, um, special stories. You know, stories that branch into different things and have an actual impact. I don't know how is that going to even work with Star Wars at this point, but... Honestly, we don't know much about it anyway. So, all we know is that they're probably working on it. They actually retweeted a tweet that talked about them doing this. So, maybe they are, maybe they're not. Not really sure, but seems like a very exciting um, game, to be honest. And can't wait to see more about it. So, continuing the um, sexual misconduct case of... Um, Activision Blizzard company, Um, we have heard that um, the CEO, Bobby Kotick, and um, some others have been subpoenaed to appear in court. For those of you who might not know what that actually means, is that when you subpoena someone, it means that they have to appear in court and they have to actually uh, uh, basically testify. So, this means that They're going to bring the CEO and probably others connected to Activision Blizzard to talk about everything that has happened. 
which means that they can't lie, they have to testify, and it will not have a good image for any of them. Maybe finally we can say goodbye to Bobby Kotick. Hopefully. But so far, that's all we know. We don't know what else is going to happen. Hopefully, good things will happen. And, you know, people who have been harassed by these people, by these, let's say, I don't want to say bad word because I probably have to up the rating, but let's just say by those a-holes, um, they basically, you know, I hope they get justice. I hope that these guys um, pay for everything that they have done to the poor uh, people over Activision Blizzard who have been working real hard um, in their favorite industry only to be harassed by, um, you know, by assholes like these guys. Finally said it, sorry. Kena Bridge of Spirits has finally been released and it has a score of 85 on Metacritic and only, uh, only Critics. Sorry, Open Critics. <laughs> it's like saying only fans. Jeez. Um, yes, so it has a score of 85. People are loving it. At the same time, there are those who really criticize it. Some are criticizing it for having a style of gameplay that goes back to Zelda, original Zelda, and PS2 games. For some reason, they thought that this is a good point for docking some points from the game. But let me tell you that this is not a way to do that, because I've seen many people clamor for these kinds of games, and the fact that Kenya actually does this is very good news. Why would you dock points from this poor little game? I mean, it doesn't make sense to me, so... I don't really understand why they did this. Some of them gave lower scores, but the game seems to be very fun. It's actually been all over my timeline recently with so many photo modes and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's pretty awesome. If you if you really want to try something new, go for the game. It's just simply amazing. Gran Turismo pre-order details have been revealed. There will be a 25th anniversary edition, which is both physical and digital. For those of you who want to get the physical, you get the steelbook with the full game, which is simply mm, amazing. Go for it. I mean, if you are a fan or even not, I mean, Jesus Christ, it's just so beautiful. You just have to look at it. Go ahead and um, look it up on my Twitter account. I just retweeted it so you guys can find it easily. It's so damn beautiful. By the way, you also get to um, upgrade from PS4 to PS5 with just $10. And now onto the things that the 25th anniversary edition has when you buy it. And then we're going to talk about digital deluxe. So 25th anniversary edition includes PS5 game disc, PS5, PS4 digital version, buy a voucher code, and digital bonus content. At the same time, you get Toyota GR Yaris, you get Toyota uh, Supra GT597, Castrol Tom's Edition, you get 1.1 million in-game credits, you get 30 partners avatars, which is basically, you know, this is for your account, you use, for example, PSN account, and um, it's the cars, different cars, and it actually is very beautiful, the avatars are amazing because of their background the colors everything it looks really good you get porsche uh, 917 living legend car mazda rx vision gt3 concept stealth model which is absolutely beautiful i mean it might be worth it and you also get the official soundtrack all of this in a little package with the steelbook pretty cool right i mean basically most of them are digital redeemable but it's really cool. Also, if you get the Digital Deluxe Edition, you get basically everything that we said, except since you don't get the, you know, um, the Steelbook, instead you get 1.6 million in-game credits. So, pretty dope if you ask me. So, either way, you're getting a good deal. I mean, seriously, you get Porsche and, you know, Mazda... RX3 stealth model. Jesus, who doesn't want any of these? So it's pretty cool. 
go for it. You're going to have a lot of fun. Um, also, we have a new DLC for uh, Street Fighter, Street Fighter V Champions Edition, which is in, you know, costume. It's um, a Falcon costume. It costs $6, and it will be available with the CPT 2021 Premier Pass, but if you don't have it, $6. The costumes look good. But, I mean, I I'm not a fan of every costume that comes out, but I like it. Square Enix homepage shows that Neo: The World Ends With You is coming to Epic Game Store on September 28th. We're actually a few days away from saying this is true or not, but the page is up there actually on Epic Game Store anyway, so it is coming, I guess. And if you are curious as to what kind of a system do you even need to play it, here's the thing. For recommended, you need Core i3 uh 3210 or amd a8 7600 you need 8 gigs of ram 15 gigs of storage x version 11 nvidia geforce gtx 950 or amd radeon rx 460 and with this you get 60 frames 1080p yeah if you're going for a minimum however you need gtx 750 i think i can play it <laughs> on my laptop um, and the processor you need Intel Core i3-3210 again so technically someone like me can actually play the game but if you have this kind of system you'll be playing at 30 frames per second and 720 if you have a better system go for it Blizzard chief legal officer has left the company last week Amid the, all of these uh, controversies and everything, they have left the company, and it is said that it's expected that more will follow suit as soon as possible. We hope. So, short-term confidentiality of Nintendo's uh, filing, FCC filing, is ending on September 24th, and actually it is ending there because it was the Nintendo Direct, so... This was a pretty cool thing. I didn't actually notice that this existed. But yeah, it was supposed to be announced at the Direct. And it was announced. And I'm going to tell you what it was. Very soon. Just give it a little time. PlayStation 4 had a problem with the CMOS battery. Which, if removed or if ran into any problem, you could not play any game whatsoever. This has been fixed, however, in the latest system update that Sony released. However, there is one caveat, and that is that basically, yes, it works. You can play games any way you want, but unfortunately, any trophy that you gain will not have a timestamp. So it's like cheating, maybe. You're not cheating because of the CMOS, but rather, you know, it looks like you're cheating because it has no, you know, data when you gained it or something like that. So, yeah. But at least it's working. At least it's working. Great. Respawn finally said that, you know, after saying that the Titanfall is, you know, done and they're not going to do anymore, they finally said that, okay, maybe we'll do another one because, you know, it is in our DNA. So don't worry about it. We may do it. <laughs> so if you're a fan of Titanfall just like I am and you're hoping for an actual Titanfall game compared to um, Apex or anything else, they said, maybe? Maybe. So, also we have the first Nintendo Switch OLED version, hands-on videos from Japan. I think this is the same dude who had the hands-on with PS5 and blew into the controller. Looks like him anyways. So if you're interested, go to YouTube and you can find it. And... Honestly, I don't think you can understand anything same as I didn't understand crap from what he said. But let's give it a shot, huh? Also, if you were a fan of Disney classic games, and if you were a fan, why are you? Because they were so hard, and most of them were not even that good. A new collection has been announced. Um, this collection has Aladdin. Jungle Book and Lion King in them, but the difference is that um, it includes um, some other versions of these games as well, 
includes SNES version of Aladdin, includes another version of the Aladdin and Lion King games. Also, if you um, if you're getting the physical version, while and this is a good um, kind of um, warning, they said that you will be getting one of four retro style instruction manuals inside box once you get these physical games. However, this is while supplies last. It means that they can run out of it. The games are coming um, fall 2021, so if you are interested in them, go for it. I'm not. Sorry. Chorus is launching on December 3rd on Xbox and PlayStation and P PC. Um, the features that it has for Xbox series is is 4K resolution at 60 frames, enhanced ship, enemy ship destruction, and more visual upgrades. I have no idea what this game is, so if you do, I'm sure that you're probably excited. But if you are not a fan of it or don't know it just like me, well, it is a game. I hope you guys know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure one of my listeners at least knows what this game is. If you do, please explain it to us. Dev Stranding, Director's Cut has finally been released and it got a score of none other than 87. Nice, compared to 82 of the PS4 version. If you, however, want to upload your save from the PS4 to the PS5, here's a little tip. Do every order that you want before even attempting it, because I don't know if this was a meta thing that Hideo Kojima wanted to do or... It's just simply something that has to be done. But when you want to upload your save, you actually go, have to go in the game, not like menu, in the game. You have to have no open orders, and um, you actually grab your save and put it in a terminal to up upload it. I know, very weird, but that's the way it works, so if you want, do it. Also, according to Digital Foundry, the game is actually awesome when it comes to uh, visual stuff it seems that if you're running it on quality and not performance you will be getting 4k 60 frames you might be wondering why this wasn't even advertised well according to them there are a few hiccups here and there so that's probably why that they did not advertise it sucks honestly but sucks that they didn't advertise it but it's awesome that it works like that so noise so if you're a fan of Death Stranding, you're gonna get the best um, of what you what you love about this game. 4K 60 frames. As for the extra content, when you will be getting access to them, most of them you'll be getting access to them um, when you begin the game. But um, some of them are, of course, locked behind progression, and some of them will happen mid-game. So if you're Taking your save that is basically from the you know finished game, you'll probably get access to all of them immediately. So have fun. Also, another leak, and we have Venom and um, Eddie Brock coming as new skins for Fortnite, and Venom looks awesome. To this day, when I see these white lines, I still think that you know he's going to form the spider logo there i mean it makes sense it just keeps going to his chest konami's yota uh susu mizaki was that correct susu mizaki i mean tsu is probably su right so all right konami's yota susu mizaki was asked whether they are interested in making a new castlevania he said and i quote i think it depends on what our users say bro how many times should we say we want a new game? For freak's sake, we want a new Castlevania game. What do you mean that it depends on what we say? How do you want us to say? Do you want it in writing? Hell, I'll come to Japan and tell you face to face that we want a new game. Just make it. Thank you. Oi, now, finally, Nintendo Direct. One of the best events this year. It was awesome. So let's start with everything that was there and we're gonna talk about it so new monster hunter content is coming to monster hunter rise it's called sunbreak and it's a expansion they call it a massive expansion 
it's gonna come summer 2022 we don't know exactly when we just know that and it seems to be a very big expansion the way they describe it it could actually be a new game on its own but well they don't want it they also revealed a new board for mario party superstar which basically included some older boards from nintendo 64 um all of the boards and the uh, mini games they support online play and it will be available october 29th great we had our first look at, at voice of cards isle dragon roars by yoko taro the creator and director of um, near and dragon guard so he's simply amazing i mean when you look at the trailer it was simply mind-blowing i mean just look at it go look at it it's just basically they explained that it is all with cards everything the locations the characters the enemies everything is with cards but the way he's designed it it's really you know absolutely insane like the board it's not a board it's just cards like you know laying next to each other and they create this location and even store where you can go into or enemies this is amazing it's ingenious honestly it is and the music mm, just like near just like near amazing i have no more words for this so yeah if you're a fan of him pretty awesome however um as of now we are not sure whether it's coming to playstation or not it probably is however those on switch get to um play the demo today I think, yeah, by this time, it's now today, you can actually get to play it. And the game will be available October 28th. So, unfortunately, it seems to be for Switch so far. Oh, hell, no it isn't. Good news. It is. The demo is also available right now on PlayStation 4, if you, if you want it. And the game, um, yep, the game will cost... Uh, 30 bucks. Wow. Yokotaro, what the hell? I was just slaying in my bed. Doing nothing, and now I have to buy your game. Good job. So, yeah, if you're a fan of him, now you, know, you get... It's coming really soon, October 28th? That's really soon. I'm not even mad. We have one more month. So, yeah. You also get a DLC set for the game. Um... It includes Emil's Pattern, Emil's Avatar, Emil Dice, Grimoire Weiss Board, Library Desk, Devola's Music, Pixel Art Set, and Dress of the Bereft. The DLC costs 8 bucks. Maybe it'll be worth it. Let's just wait for the game to come. Disco Elysium, the final cut, is launching October 12th, and physical version will be available early 2022 for Nintendo Switch. So, yay. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity Expansion Pass had a trailer at the event, and it introduced two um, expansions, or what they call Wave. Wave 1, it's Pulse of the Ancients. It has characters, they had a character battle-tested guardian, flail weapon type for Link and Master Cycle for Zelda, newly added challenging enemies including bomb-wielding moplins and powerful Wizrobe variants, new challenges in the Royal Ancient Lab, apocalyptic difficulty. So this is available for purchase now, and if you purchase it, you get a bonus, which is new added weapon for Link and new costume. Wave two, however, it's coming October 29th, 2021, which it means that it's not that far away. New story: Battle for Battle for Kakariko Village, Battle of Goponga Village, and more. You have new stages, Coliseum and more, newly added playable characters, Pura and Robbie, and one more, which has not been revealed, added actions for existing characters. Yosh. So if you're happy that your Hyrule Warriors game is finally getting something, just go ahead and show it. <laughs> Chocobo. We have a new Chocobo game called Chocobo GP, which is basically a kart racing game, like every other kart racing. 
But the cool thing about it is that, well, this chocobo, and it includes the spells from Final Fantasy, and the funny thing about the spells was that it can actually get upgraded. So, for example, you have Fira, Firaga, and keeps on going, and you use that in your races. And another cool thing that I noticed was that they said they have a 64-player um, mode, uh, which is basically 8x8 elimination, kind of, not exactly battle royale, but kind of, you know, elimination, so you, we can say that maybe. Also, the last Smash Brothers fighter is coming on October 5th. Mr. Sakurai will present it, and he will also show a gameplay demo of this character. It will happen um, at 7 a.m. PT and 10 a.m. ET. So, Look forward to it. Kirby finally has a new game, and at first we all thought that maybe he was in Last of Us World. He wasn't. He was in a co place called Forgotten Land. And this is a full 3D Kirby game, which is coming spring 2022. Very exciting time for Kirby fans indeed. Animal Crossing has a direct for October and new free content will be coming this November um, and basically way more stuff that's coming to it so if you're a fan of Animal Crossing look forward to this direct that is coming in the month of October so far October seems to be very much packed for Nintendo fans we have so many new free content coming to Mario Gold Super Rush and this, I think, has already come because you know, it was supposed to be as a software update. So I think that it is there. So if you have the game, you probably have it now. You have Koopa Troopa coming to the game. You have Ninji, a very, very fast little creature who is so damn cute and supposed to be a ninja, I guess. And we have two additional courses. So if you have the game, you probably got the update by now and you get to play it. KOTOR is coming to Nintendo Switch. What a freaking surprise this was. So, we don't know that if the remake that Sony has announced is going to come to other platforms or not, but the fact remains that the KOTOR that we had um, is coming to Nintendo Switch. Dying Light, both number one and number two, are coming to Nintendo Switch. However, number one is coming out as um, Platinum Edition. So, if you're a fan of the Dying Light, but you were on the, um, you know, Nintendo Switch, you can actually get to play it. It's coming this month, I believe. Um, it's Actually, no, I think it's coming October. I kind of forgot. So, I got to check on that before I can tell you guys. So, give me a sec. Um, I don't know why it's not there. Okay, so Dying Light Platinum Edition. Um, it will actually feature motion controls and Switch. Wow, pretty cool because you know Switch has that ability. So it's coming October nineteenth. All right, there we go, found it. October nineteenth. So yeah, if you want to play the first one before the second one comes out, go for it. We also have Dying Light Two. Stay Human coming to Nintendo Switch as well. However, this is the cloud version. Basically, every you know game that is coming to um, Nintendo Switch, which is basically from PlayStation and Xbox, it's usually cloud version. Makes it easier. We have a new look. We had a new look also at the Triangle Strategy. I have no idea what this game was, but whatever it was, they took a lot of people's feedback from the demo that they had and made the game a lot better. So what they did, this is what they said they did in the trailer, was improvements to the UI, changes to, you know, difficulty, camera angle controls, and you can actually review previous dialogue. The game will be available March 4th, 2022. We also got a new look at Metroid Dread. Unlike Deathloop, which was basically everywhere when it was <laughs> announced by Sony. This isn't there that much anymore, and, and it looks awesome. Also, there is a website, apparently, 
metroid.nintendo.com I think it was called where you can see some new volumes that explain a lot about the story and you get get ready for the story of the game itself one of the bigger surprises aside from Kirby of course was that Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis are both coming to Nintendo Switch Online however it comes with a little bit of a extra which is that if you want to get these you have no choice but to get the expansion as they called it to your Nintendo Switch Online account so you get an expansion pack and you can actually play Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis games so these games so far because they said they're going to add a lot to it so far, it includes Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64, Co uh, Yoshi's Story, um, Dr. Mario 64, Mario Tennis, Winback, and Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Alongside one more game that I have no idea what it is, nor can I read it because it's in Japanese apparently. As for Sega Genesis games, you get Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra, Hardcore, Hardcores actually. <laughs> Dr. Robotnik's um, machine. Oh, sorry. Dr. Robotnik's mean bean machine. The way it's written, I can't even read the damn thing. Uh, Echo the Dolphin, Golden Axe, Gunstar Heroes, Musha, Strider, Streets of Rage, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Shinobi Free, Shining Forge, Restar? Or Rystar? Restar? Fantasy Star 4. These are the games that are coming to the Sega Genesis. As they said, again, there will be a lot more coming, but this is for now. They didn't announce any pricing. I hope that they will soon so that we know exactly what we're going for. Also, remember that I said early in the episode and the other episode, basically, that um, Nintendo has filed for um, some controller. So, yeah, they have shown it off. Nintendo 64 and Genesis controllers have been revealed. They are wireless and each of them will cost 50 bucks. The internet went nuts over these. They loved it. And honestly, I mean, if you're a Nintendo fan, you're pro probably paying a lot for the games anyway. So this doesn't really affect you. So be happy that you get to have these controllers, but in, you know, um, wireless form. Why not? <laughs> they didn't really, like, really talk about if you can actually play with the older ones in a way with a dongle maybe I don't know but I'm pretty sure the community has found a way Shadowrun Trilogy is coming to Switch next year Castlevania Advanced Collection finally officially announced as opposed to you know being leaked so many times that at this point we all knew that it was coming and when they announced it we were like oh my god we did not know and they were like, really? And said, no, hell, we knew that. And, you know, basically, we knew everything about this game before it was even supposedly announced. I mean, seriously, it's not even that difficult. Jesus. So, uh, yes, it was announced. And <clears throat> it is coming, actually, it was going to come later that day. So I think that's right now available. So if you're a fan of Castlevania, go for it. Actraiser returns. Uh, Actraiser, uh, it returns in HD. Actraiser Renaissance, as I understand it, is a very old game that was beloved by many. So it has returned to not only Nintendo Switch but PlayStation, and is actually, I think it was available to purchase. I think yes, it is. It is available right now if you want. This uh, not only gives an update to you know the graphics, but the music. They even re remixed the music, they added new content, new story. There's so much to be had here. So if you're a fan of the old one, I'm pretty sure that this news really caught you by surprise. And right now, you're probably over the moon. But, uh, yeah, this was um, basically what they, what they showed. And it looked really amazing, and it's just awesome. Deltarune Chapter 1 Plus 2. Available right now on Switch, PlayStation, and Xbox. It came as a free update. Yay. So if you're a fan of the Deltarune or Undertale, go play it. I'm actually very happy that it existed. Now let's go and talk about the... Ay, 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 ay. The awful <laughs> news that came out of the Nintendo Direct. 
I'm so sorry that I have to say this. If you remember, Mario was supposed to have a movie. Um, a movie um, being made by Illumination. Illumination is the uh, creators of um, Despicable Me and Minions. So it was pretty much, you know, exciting when we heard it. But, you know, we were also very um, concerned about how it's go going to be. So Shigeru Miyamoto actually came and talked about it. And uh, he said that uh, it's going to come holiday 2022. However, we don't have anything to show as of now because we're working really hard on the movie. But he said that I'm going to announce the cast. So get ready. This is because... Ay, 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 ay. Such a... Where do we even begin with this? So, ladies and gents, this is the cast. Chris Pratt is Mario. Anya Taylor-Joy is Princess Peach. Charlie Day is Luigi. Jack Black is Bowser. Um, so far, so good, huh? Hell no. I mean, you could have had Danny DeVito with Charlie Day as Mario and Luigi. Jesus. Keegan-Michael Key is playing Toad, which is actually a pretty good casting. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. The reason I'm laughing is because somebody actually edited an old video of Donkey Kong with Seth Rogen's laugh, and it just fits so well. I actually think I retweeted it, so if you want, go and watch it on my, uh, on my profile. It's so funny. And also, Charles Martinet. The old voice of Mario, the person who actually gave life to Mario for many years. He's unfortunately doing special cameos. Some other roles that they have been also uh, casted. Kevin Michael Richardson is playing a character called Kamek. Fred Armisen, you may know him from SNL. Uh, he's playing Cranky Kong. Sebastian... What? Maniscalco? Sebastian Maniscalco is playing Spike. I hope I said it correctly. So yeah, these are these are the um, roles that were announced at Nintendo Direct. I know, I know, poisonous and toxic as hell. But yeah, this these were the roles. So I I'm not gonna even talk more about it. But I'm just gonna say why, 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 why. There there was so much you could do. Danny DeVito would have been so funny. Especially with Charlie Day being Luigi. This would have fit so well. Why did you guys not do it? Uh, anyways, who gives a crap at this point? I mean, Jesus. So yeah, that's all we're getting. <clears throat> we also got a new look at Splatoon 3. And while it was a lot of gameplay, we also got a lot of um, stuff about the... Um, story as well so we first of all we got to look at the city called Splatsville and it's the known as City of Chaos this is a very cool city you can actually go watch this trailer and it explains a lot better than I'm trying to hear but also the main theme of Splatoon 3 story is that you know they said that it's return of the mammalians so yeah if you know you probably know I don't I don't really know much about Splatoon. Also, something appeared at the end of the direct. We were in Shibuya. Aliens were attacking. Military was trying their hardest to basically stop this threat. And then an alien comes and, you know, you know, he's swishing his arms around and suddenly we go, <laughs> Yeah. Bayonetta 3, baby! Hell yeah! Bayonetta 3 finally, finally, after all these years, shows up. And my god, it looked amazing and heavenly. Jesus Christ. It was, oof, so good. And finally, we have a date. 2022 is the date. It is coming 2022, finally. Oh, so good. But there were so many things that people also loved and, you know, somehow hated about it. The first thing they hit it was like, you know, when she, 
uses her powers of climax and you know, stuff like that why don't we see her naked we actually see her in a different way actually but she's not completely naked at the same time she has a new voice actress and the funnier thing was her hair looks like when she was a baby remember bayonetta one where she had um you know braided hair long braided hair on both sides of her head that's exactly how she looks in this game so there's a theory going around that probably she's you know the teenage self of a different version of bayonetta and we probably might actually see the older bayonetta so anyways it was so freaking cool we also got a glimpse into i think it's a dude who's the villain so i think that maybe you know this is this is so exciting by the way maybe we are not going to um see uh, a lot of the current bayonetta because you know he she actually she killed a lot of characters she killed i think god in the first game so who the hell are we even gonna see her fight so i think it's basically like a dmc free situation where it's you know her younger self but the cooler thing is that we think maybe the older version will see her as well reason being we're saying that is that um it kind of makes sense in the way that um you know the voice actress of the original bayonetta said that you know she's under nda I have no idea how these NDAs work. That even if you are not involved in the game, you have to sign it. But I think at least she is involved. Why else would she have an NDA? She could just say that hey, I have no clue. I'm not in the game, like David Hayter did when Metal Gear Solid Five um, was announced and Kiefer Sutherland was the voice actor. So who knows? Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, the game that I said that was a massive expansion, coming to Nintendo Switch is also coming to PC. They said there's a new storyline, new monsters, new locales, new gameplay elements, new quest rank, and more to be announced. ActRaiser Renaissance um, is also coming to iOS and Android as well. Yuzo Koshiro has remastered the original soundtrack. I think he's the guy who probably made the soundtrack in the first place. I don't know. I hope he is. If you're a fan of Monster Hunter again, um, they will have a spotlight for it at TGS 2021 there will be additional news on Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak so everything that we got so far cool we're gonna get even more so September 30th 2021 6 a.m. PDT you're going to get a lot more about this so oh yeah look at this mm-hmm so yeah the games that were also planned for future release for Nintendo 64 version of Switch Online includes Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask, M Mario Golf, and Banjo-Kazooie. Nice. Also, I forgot this. It supports online play. Up to four people. Nice, huh? So if you if you want, you can actually, you know, when you get this, and if you want to play online with your friends, you can. Up to four people. Hells yeah. Hells yeah. <laughs> The presentation for the final character of um, Super Smash Brothers uh, will be roughly 40 minutes long and will be the final presentation for it ever. So, yeah, we probably won't be getting another another fighter's pass. Um, also, talking about other things than Nintendo, Perfect Dark, the game being made by Initiative, the quadruple, quad A. Um, studio that Microsoft made um, is working with Crystal Dynamics. They're working together, partnering basically. They're co-developing the Perfect Dark game, so they're not alone at it. They're working together and it kind of makes sense because they're not that big and maybe they need the help right now. But yeah, they're working together to create this game. Um, there's been a lot of reactions, people saying that, whoa, this is bad news, some say this is good, good news. Let's just think of it this way. It's good news. If they needed help, they're getting help. That's the cool thing. They could have just simply said that, no, we don't need help and, you know, keep on doing what they were doing and fail at it, but they're seeking help to do it the best. So, nice for them. 
Um, Toucan Rainbow Warriors has been announced. It's launching digitally um, on May 24th, 2022. No idea what it is. Also, there's a Blockbuster sale on um, Nintendo Store. Um, eShop, I guess it's called. And it has um, sale up to 75%. I actually saw somewhere that said 90%. So it seems to be different for each place. So pretty cool. Also, if you're a fan of Halo Infinite, um, the um, new, um, you know, the new Insider multiplayer flight is happening, I guess. And people have been showing really awesome reactions to it. People are liking it. They're saying that it's basically um, awesome. They're having a lot of great time, and that's actually great news. The fact that, you know, basically we know that uh, people are having extreme fun with it. Why not? Let's finally see um, this game rock and get to where it's supposed to. So, basically, you know, that's that's for that. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> people are also making a lot of memes and fun about the you know Nintendo announcement for the Mario movie. Some even made fun of the other stuff. You know, let's just say that you know, I'm not saying they deserve any hate, but the fact that you know they had the perfect choices and didn't do it kind of hurts. So I hope they're doing well. I hope they are. But they really screwed us over. They really did. I thought the movie is actually really good. So that's pretty much it for that. Also, if you're into Far Cry, there's actually something cool to note before I go and say about it. Uh, apparently, Far Cry 6 um, will not have ray tracing in favor of 4K60 on the next-gen consoles. And the weirdest thing is that, believe it or not, it probably has a Super HD texture pack, which is around 26 gigs for the uh, next-gen consoles. I have no idea why, but it does, apparently. Um, other than that, if you're a fan of um, basically, you know, Far Cry and the main villain... You can go to Ubisoft's YouTube page and just watch the videos they have made. It's just simply amazing and it just makes you laugh hard at everything. I mean, it's just simply amazing how meta these games always turn out to be and you know how cool they can actually deal with it. So, um, Giancarlo Esposito actually does these and does these videos and it's just so damn good just go ahead and look at it also if you are on twitter on youtube search for right four and just be creeped out at how realistic this game looks jesus christ how does it look this good i have no idea i really really don't but it's just simply amazing like so many people are just looking at it and they're just like is this even real? Are we being had? But it seems to be real. So if you are a fan of motorcycles, if you're a fan of that kind of racing, go for it and see what it is. It currently costs uh, 50 bucks on PS5 as well. But I'm pretty sure that we'll see some kind of a discount very, very soon. But still, it just looks amazing. Holy crap! Just go look at it. It's just insane, especially in first person. It's just super insane. Imagine if we got this in VR as well. It was so good. Now let's talk about some of the leaks and rumors and stuff like that that's been happening. The past we can see which is probably right, which is probably wrong. And we could probably get a lot of info and laugh at some of them. Um... Okay, so we already know this. So you Ubisoft actually DMCA Pavel Dijundik. Seriously, some of these names I can't even read. I need to really educate myself on these names. Ubisoft DMCA Pavel for having GeForce Now database leak online on GitHub. 
These included some games called Project Meteor by Ubisoft Sofia, Project Q by Ubisoft, Project Over by Ubisoft Paris, Project Orlando by Ubisoft Ivory Tower, and a few more announced and unannounced games. So it seems that they are real, but we don't know exactly what they are. So, kind of weird. However, we have leaked in leaked in-game screenshots from Project Orlando, and it seems that it's set in Hawaii, and it would include All-Star Game Mode, which is basically their um, Battle Royale. They think that this was a planned DLC for Crew 2, but we don't know if it's still in development or not. Machine Games is also working on an unannounced project, apart from Indiana Jones, is another rumor that they've put out, so we don't know exactly. We also have, there's actually a real um, leak apparently. We have the first footage of Battlefield Mo Mobile leaking online, which is basically a match of conquest in the Grand Bazaar. And uh, we also have, a, we have the Lodas system with weapon attachments for F-2000 and SMAW rocket launcher and tank gameplay. So if you want to see it, go to Reddit, Gaming Leaks and Rumors. You can find it there. Um, we have the leaks for Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl trophy list. Who cares? We have a list of cancelled Diablo games. Really? <laughs> so yeah, actually, Diablo 2 Remake, Reforged, I think was the name. Not Reforged, no. Resurrected, sorry. Reforged was the other bad one. Um... It came out yesterday, but here's, you know, some cancelled games. I have no idea if this is real or not. But we had Diablo Jr., a Pokemon-style game for Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Is this real? Would a target a younger audience and even have split versions for trading like Pokemon? Is this actually real? We had Diablo 2 Salvation... <laughs> A second expansion for Diablo 2, which was cancelled because they felt it made more sense to just get to work in Diablo 3 right away. It was cancelled because it just felt like extra big expansion pack for Diablo 2, rather than the next true step for the series. Okay. Diablo 3, The King in North. Seriously, am I being had? The name is a bit weird. A second expansion to Diablo 3, cancelled in favor of going straight to work on Diablo 4. This is this seems to be f fun kind of thing. I mean, two expansions and in favor of another one. Okay, the content that was finished for it became the free content update for Diablo 3 after Reaper of Souls launched. Seems weird. Diablo 4 Project Hades, the first iteration of Diablo 4. It was a drastic reimagining of the series. It was a third-person over-the-shoulder hack and slash game. Jesus. With combat inspired by Dark Souls? Huh? By the time it was cancelled, it had become so different from past Diablo games that they didn't think it could even be called Diablo 4 anymore. This led to them starting from scratch on a more faithful sequel. The current Diablo 4. I just have a question. If you guys actually worked this hard on a game that looks very different, why not make it into a separate series? Just like DMC. It came out from Resident Evil 4 after all and was really successful. Seriously, why not do it? Here's another leak that comes from 4chan that is actually fake. I'm just saying it so you guys can have a laugh. Seriously, laugh at it. Resident Evil Free Nemesis Edition cover leak. This is the same guy who supposedly leaked it on 4chan and the picture they used was so freaking fake that they thought they could actually, you know, fool all of the internet. But it, they couldn't. So here's the thing that we saw. From this supposed leak. We have standard and deluxe edition. And the game has ray tracing. 60 frames per second. And uh, for PS5, Xbox and PC. We have new areas, enemies and cutscenes. It will be a surprise reveal at Tokyo Game Show. And we have reworked Nemesis AI and graphical updates. I know this is fake. And I know that we just had a great laugh reading it. But I just want to know, is it really hard Capcom to do this? I mean, I know that this is wishful thinking on this fan's part to the point of going and saying that, yeah, this is actual leaks. But I just want to know, how difficult is it to actually do it, Capcom? I know that they will not do it. 
they definitely won't. I mean, they won't spend any more time on it. But imagine if they wanted to. It could have been good, right? I mean, obviously it's fake. We know it's fake. I mean, even the picture that he shows, it's so fake that when you look at it, you're just like, holy crap, are you blind? But, <laughs> what is this fake? Are we supposed to believe it? Hey. Hey, 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 hey. Look, I don't know if Capcom is actually doing something regarding this game, especially since we saw there's an update. But the fact is, even if they are, I'm not sure it will be as great as what this guy is showing us to be. But I hope that it's good. I hope. If they're actually doing it. Because they kind of have to redeem themselves after that crap of a game. I mean, I did platinum it, but it was so hard to do because it sucked. Here's another leak with no source whatsoever. So take it with a huge grain of salt. Not so huge that you can actually, you know, get sick. Just a little bit. I'm kidding. Okay. So here's the thing. PC only at launch. This, I didn't even say what it was. Sorry. <laughs> Batman Arkham Knight Definitive Edition. It will be PC only at launch. Um, developed by Warner Brothers Games, not Rocksteady. Will be announced at DC Fandom. Engine upgraded to Unreal Engine 4 from free. As far as I'm actually aware, Arkham Knight was developed on Unreal Engine 4, I guess. Let me just give it a quick search, because I think this guy is full of crap. Let's see. Um, Unreal Engine? Because I'm sure that was Unreal Engine 4. That was part of the... As far as I'm aware, Arkham City was unreal. Whoa. Whoa, this is weird. Wow. So I did not know that, but yes. Arkham Knight was developed with Unreal Engine 3. Holy shit. Think about it. This was Unreal Engine 3 and it looked that good? Wow. I just, I just gotta say, I mean, oof, Rock City is amazing, wow, okay, so apparently they're upgrading to Unreal Engine 4, but I have a better question, why not go with Unreal Engine 5 at this point, could be done, I guess, so, I don't know why, but, okay, so far, so far it doesn't seem to be that much bullshit, I was wrong, I don't know, uh, fixes and optimizes the broken physics settings like dynamic fog. RTX has been added, so we have ray tracing. $5 for all original owners and will be packaged in the game following release with an increased price as it is a DLC, not an update. Okay. The ability to play as DLC characters in free room has been added. Nah, see, this is where you're going into the bullshit territory. This is where you're going there. It doesn't make any sense because we know why they didn't add it. It was because of traversal problems. Unless they're actually doing it. You're saying there's an update. This seems more like an expansion at this point. Because of this. Like how are you going to move around the city like with, you know, um, Catwoman for example. It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> Let's continue however. The 1966 collection suit and Batmobile from PS4 animated series suit and Batmobile... Okay, and the Batman suit, the movie, and Batmobile will be added. Hmm. Maybe. A cut challenge from 2015 will be restored called Million Dollar Mayhem. You play as Joker in the special in the special Batmobile and must cause as much damage to tanks and environment and rack up as much money as possible. So we hated Batmobile and as a screw you <laughs> Which, honestly, thank God that Rocksteady didn't actually do this. They had sense. They let you control Joker, but you get to play as the Batmobile, special Batmobile. From the story that Joker controls. Why? 
We hate Batmobile in that game. Well, we love Joker. I mean, instead of getting to play as Joker, we get to play as Joker in the Batmobile. Shit. Restored cut enemy voice lines and dialogue when roaming around the city. What was it that was even cut? A select few challenge maps from City Asylum and Origins are returning and have an upgrade. Ah, see, now that, that's the part again where you go into bullshit territory. Because as far as I'm aware, Rocksteady doesn't even acknowledge Origins that much in their games. They like it, but I don't think they acknowledge it ever in their games, at least. Even Warner Brothers doesn't acknowledge it. I mean, when we had a collection, Origins was nowhere to be found. Which sucks. I love Origins. Uh, Arkham Asylum, Shock and Awe, Intensive Treatment, Botanical Gardens. Oh, these are the maps that are supposed to come. Okay. Arkham City, Harvey Dent's Campaign Office, Down the Rabbit Hole, Wonder Tower, Observation Deck. These are another maps. Arkham Origins, 100 to 1. This is just a game mode that... Game mode for all the combat maps, sadly. No maps from this game return. The gist of this game mode is you versus 100 enemies. <laughs> okay, now you're again close to being legit. This is what it goes when you unfortunately have Origins. Jesus, that game has been screwed so hard. These maps have all been upgraded visually to some extent, but it's mostly just in materials, in lighting, no new meshes. In all the maps, you will fight against the respective enemies from the past games, like Rabbit Fog, Tiger Guards, Asylum Patients. Most of them are reused models from the Arkham Knight DLC, but are also a few unique rewards, like if you complete down the Rabbit Hole free, Rabbit Hole free stars, you will get the Mad Rabbit Ma Batman suit, and completing all the Asylum maps free stars will give you Armored suit. Honestly, I, I don't think that's that much fake after reading through it completely. But first of all, I hope that it comes to the consoles. Second of all, it's basically a visual upgrade. They cost a little bit, and it gives you so much new stuff. As a fan of Arkham Knight and Batman. I'm super excited that, you know, we get this, especially if it adds, you know, more and more, uh, you know, even ray tracing. But the point is that it's kind of weird because, you know, uh, the weird part actually is that it's just, I don't know. At the same time, you know, this, the things this guy says make sense. But the problem is that does it actually make sense overall? So, yeesh. I don't know. I don't know. I honestly have no idea. Uh, so, yikes. It seems, I don't know, I'd give it maybe 70? 70% of happening? I honestly don't know. Let's hope that it actually works. And that this is the um, actual um, update. I don't know, just, I'm just actually thinking about it. That's why I'm not really that prepared to say much about it. But I think that maybe it can happen. Also, final news of the day. Steve Ditko's family is suing Marvel for the rights of Spider-Man because they um, they want to get the character back to themselves. If that happens, unfortunately, if it happens, we will not have access to Spider-Man movies, TV series, games, comics, nothing. They will get access to that character. While I don't understand why that family is doing it, it's probably because of money, but I don't even want Disney to win because of how they've been treating everything under their umbrella. And I don't want Steve Ditko's family to get the character so that we lose everything. I just hope, I just hope that they get a lot of money out of Disney and the character stays at Marvel. So that's pretty much it. Thank you guys for joining this episode. I know it ran a bit longer than usual because, you know, we had lots to talk about. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. That was informative as much as possible. So if you were not updated uh, previously before listening to this, I hope that you are updated now on to, uh, you know, everything regarding to video games. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And again, thank you so much for your support. 
And as always, please, please, please follow, like, share, subscribe, do anything that you guys can to spread the love. And I thank you guys so much that the podcast is just growing. I was actually extremely surprised. So thank you so much for all your support. Thank you. And I'll see you guys very soon on the next episode, which will be for the anime talk. However, we will talk about the manga and I will actually post a separate episode that will be for um, the review of season five for My Hero Academia. I'm actually waiting to see the new episode so then I can actually give an informed decision and review. But we will have an episode just for the manga release. So look forward to that. And thank you guys for um, joining. See you guys very soon.